Hi, welcome to another episode. I think today I want to talk a little NFL. Quentin, what do you think? Yeah, I'm feeling like talking about a little NFL. Alright, we're getting extremely close to the end of the NFL season and some playoffs. So the playoff picture is starting to come into focus, but not just that though. There's uh, two teams that are separating themselves um, in their conferences. One is the Baltimore Ravens. They have definitely separated themselves in the AFC. They uh, they are number one in my power rankings right now. They're eleven and three. Their defense is not um, elite, but it's good enough to get them by. And their offense has completely turned a corner this year. With their new offensive coordinator, Munkin. He's definitely utilizing Lamar a lot better than they were last year. Uh, Lamar is definitely passing the ball some more. And uh, there's watching their games, there's plays where last year he would take off and just run. This year he's keeping his eyes downfield. And so he doesn't always just take off and run with the ball. S- sometimes he, he'll make that play and he'll throw the ball instead of just tucking it and running every time. He still tucks and runs, but he keeps his eyes downfield more now, and I think that makes him way more dangerous than he was before. Because just when you think he's going to run, boom, he delivers a pass you know, to a tight end or a receiver who's running across the route across the yeah. field. Yeah, because if you're... Uh, because uh, when you're... Uh, playing defense on Lamar Jackson, you got to be ready because, you know, he can run, he can throw. I mean, if it looks like he's about to throw it, he can tuck and run. If it looks like he's about to tuck and run, he can throw it. So, uh, there's lots of there's lots of different options for Lamar to do in games. Uh, now that he has better wide receivers. Yep. I've noticed uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has knocked some of the rust off now. He's starting to play a lot better, and he's starting to be a playmaker for him a little bit. Not not quite what he was before, but he also has had two injuries to that knee, so you know we don't expect him to be perfect. But he's doing what he needs to do to help them out for sure. And so right now, Baltimore, actually with their win last week, Baltimore sealed their. Uh, spot in the playoffs they have they're now guaranteed a spot in the playoffs at 11 and 3 right now they're fighting for that number one seed which they own currently which means in the playoffs on the AFC side they will own home field advantage through the playoffs if they can hang out of that number one seed so that's pretty significant for them right behind them you have uh, a couple of teams. You have Miami at ten and four. You have Kansas City at nine and five. Jacksonville at eight and six. Cleveland at nine and five. Cincinnati at eight and six. And the Colts at seven and five. Now, keep in mind those last few teams, like the Colts uh, and the Texans, could switch up. I gotta go back and look. Uh, but usually those last spots are kind of iffy right now but if you look three teams from one division are in the playoffs right now Baltimore, 
Cleveland and Cincinnati are all currently in the playoff picture right now. The only one not in that picture is the Steelers. So I think that speaks to how tough that division was this year. And I think that, that shows that Baltimore is definitely a legit contender, not just for the AFC, but I think they're a legit contender for making it to the Super Bowl, man. Uh, I the Baltimore has been exciting this year. Their defense has been kind of bend, don't break type of defense. But, I mean, it's worked for them. They've got some good pass rushers, too, that have been able to get after the quarterback. Their secondary is finally healthy. And they have everybody playing in the secondary. Man, they look good. Kyle Hamilton looks good. His second year um, starter, he stepped up. They signed Marcus Williams last year in the um, free agency. So they're, they're looking good. Baltimore looks like a legit contender for the Super Bowl right now, especially in the AFC. Yeah, I think uh, what's been helping the Ravens is their defense because their defense has only been allowing like 19.1 points per game. Mm-hmm. So uh, their offense has helped too because, you know, uh, you got a great uh, quarterback who can run the football and uh, throw the football. So, I mean, like Lamar Jackson leads the team in rushing with 741 rushing yards as a QB. Yep. I mean, that's, that is uh, some pretty good numbers, especially for a QB, you know he has like 3,800. Well, he's got 3,105 yards passing currently to date. He has 17 passing touchdowns. I think he only has seven picks, which is good. He's got another 741 rushing yards, which leads the team again. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure that he has like three rushing touchdowns too. Let me let me check on that, but I'm pretty sure he has some rushing touchdowns. You have Gus Edwards, who's uh, come alive this year with J.K. Dobbins being down. It took him a little bit of time to uh, come back from his injury. He also had injury issues last year, so it took him a little bit of time to come back. But he looks like he's full go and healthy, and like he's he's been playing very well last uh, few games then you have Zay Flowers um, out of the uh, he's a rookie he's been playing really good along with uh, Rashad Bateman now that Rashad Bateman is not the number one receiver he's taking a step forward this year where teams now the teams can't just focus on him and he's done very well but you got Flowers right now who has 65 he leads the team with 65 receptions for 680 yards. That's pretty good for a rookie. Yeah, I mean, especially in your first season, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's really good, especially for a rookie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah, because you got him coming out of a college that isn't that very good of a college, but, I mean, he's, he's a really good wide receiver. And, well, when I saw that the Ravens drafted him, I thought that he would have a pretty good season in his rookie year uh, with the Ravens. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's having a pretty good season. Good. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Uh, they made a great pick with him. Mm-hmm. As we look down the list there, the Miami Dolphins are next. They're 10-4. and four. 
Dolphins have been kind of hit or miss. They definitely have a dynamic offense for sure. Their offense looks good. Their defense is a bit sketchy, but it's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. They are... I don't know if they're good enough to beat the Ravens. That's a they, tough one. Yeah, but they do play in the regular season. Weeks... Um, what are we? Do they now? Yeah, they do. They play the Ravens in the regular season. See? Yeah. Yep, you're right. Twelve thirty-one. So we'll find out if they're going to beat the Ravens, won't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, New Year's Eve, they play the Ravens. You're right. Good um, call. Good call. Wow. Yeah. So we'll see if the Dolphins can actually beat the Ravens. I mean, uh, I remember last time they met. That came down to the wire. Yeah, but uh, it was last year, and the Ravens weren't having that good of a season. And so the Dolphins, the Ravens jumped on them quick, but then the Dolphins came back and won that game. Um, But I think the Ravens are better this year than they were last year, definitely. So not sure, but we'll see. You know, hey, they'll find out on the field, won't we? Yeah. New Year's Eve. We'll check that out. Uh, So... Miami's got a lot of offensive power, so they're they, regardless, they're going to be hard to stop. You know, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Waddle. You know, they're loaded on the offensive. Uh, Tua is playing well this year. Yeah, that you running know. back Raheem Mostert, he's playing really good this year. Yep. Yeah, they're loaded on their offensive end for sure. Miami definitely, definitely looks. Looks good. You know, you get Tua, who's, who's thrown for 3,921 yards and 25 touchdowns. So, like you mentioned, Moser, he's at uh, 966 yards rushing and 18 rushing touchdowns. So, man, they got a, they definitely have an explosive offense. Tyreek Hill leads the team in receiving, of course, with 1,542 receiving yards and 12 receiving touchdowns. Um, yeah, their, their, their offense is very, very potent. So it's going to take a very, very good defense to slow them down. They are ten and four, so we'll see what happens there. Kansas City, they've been on kind of a slide lately. They finally won one the other day, but they're nine and five. Honestly, I don't think anybody in the AFC is scared of the Chiefs like they have been the last couple years. Their defense is a bit lackluster. Yeah, you know I don't. I think the Chiefs' defense is overrated. I think Chiefs' offense is way better than their defense. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think the problem has been probably the Chiefs' defense, to be honest. Yeah. Is why they're losing games. I mean, they've only allowed, they've only allowed 245 points scored against them. That's not bad. Just for a comparison, the Ravens have allowed 225 points scored against them. Which is the lowest in the AFC, but the the uh, Chiefs aren't too far behind them. But it just the Chiefs seem to struggle a little bit on offense too. I, Patrick Mahomes has shown some frustration on offense this year, so yeah. I don't know. They're they're not the same as they have been in the past couple of years. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously playoffs are different they could always turn it on in the playoffs but that's an interesting uh 
That's interesting that they're they're number three right now in the playoff hunt. Yeah, I mean to be honest, they they if they had if they were better, they should have had they they probably be number one right now. If they didn't lose those games. Yeah. Like against the Buffalo Bills and the Man, the Bills ate their lunch. <laughs> I watched some of that game. The Bills just they dominated the Chiefs beginning to end. They 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 took their lunch money. Man, they took their lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Yeah, it's, it was really crazy. You know, that's... Um, what stood out was probably the Bills' defense. And the Bills' offense just ran downfield and scored. Mm-hmm. You got Jacksonville coming in at number four. Jacksonville's they started off hot. Then it kind of trailed off a bit. They, they're eight and six now. And so I, I was all in on them in the beginning because I, I, they started off. They beat the Niners, didn't they? No, they lost to the Niners 34-3. Did they? I thought they beat they them. I guess beat not. The Niners. Um, check, this, check the schedule. <laughs> so I told you, 34-3. Oh, yep. Sure did. Yeah. Oh, um, Niners destroyed the Jaguars. Yeah, I think that the I know they lost to Baltimore twenty-three to seven. Baltimore definitely shut their offense down. They barely lost to Cleveland. They barely lost to Cincinnati. Um, you know, they barely beat Houston. I I was kind of all in in the beginning. I think the Titans game was what I was thinking of. Well, I was all in at the beginning. All oh, the Buffalo—that's who they beat in London was Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, but. As I've watched them through the season, I, I think they're a good team. I think Trevor Lawrence is, is really coming into his own. I, I think that they're better, and they're continuously getting better, but I just don't know if they're a threat in the AFC. They'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're a threat to, you know, push anybody to the brink. I, I, yeah, I'm not, I I, I'm not as sold on them as I was in the beginning. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, um... They, you know, they just had the be- some. In the beginning, it looked like they had. Yeah, they, they were rolling. They could, yeah, in the beginning, it looked like they could um, beat the Dolphins or mm-hmm. have a close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a close game with the Chiefs and Ravens, yeah. and, or win those three games. But um, right now, it's it, it's not really looking like it. To be honest, I mean. No. The, Jaguars were like eight three to start the season. Uh yeah 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 something like that. Yeah, and then they lost three straight like. Yeah. Cleveland, Cincinnati, and then uh, Baltimore. Yep. Uh, Cleveland coming in at five. Uh, their defense is outstanding. They probably have the best defense in the NFL. I think. Mm, I mean, I don't think let me go back and check, but I I think I, they have the I, best defense in the NFL. Uh, you think they have the best defense? Okay, so they almost won by a miracle against Chicago. So they did beat the 49ers. The Browns did beat the Niners. Oh, yeah, they did. But 
Yeah, but the Browns have got some good Niners, wins. The Niners lost Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. In that game, that yeah. is true. And Trent Williams. Yeah. That, Williams that is very they, true. Yeah, they lost three stars, so. But I still think that, I think Cleveland is better than people think. And they are 9-5. and five. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they got 9-5. They be beat honest. Jacksonville. They uh, I, I they beat they lost to the Rams they lost to the Broncos they beat the Steelers uh, they beat the Ravens you know that right yeah just they, thirty just by two points huh, just huh. by two points they did lose Deshaun, Deshaun Watson though I think the next game against the Cardinals no I lost Deshaun Watson that Ravens game in that was it yeah the Ravens no, game no he's got stats in the Cardinals game right there two hundred nineteen yards no I said yards. the Ravens. Oh, oh, right, right, right. You're right. That was before. Yeah, that was after. You're right. They did lose yeah. him in that Ravens game. Yeah, like in that second half or something. First you know what's half. insane? Is they hired the Ravens' old quarterback. They signed Joe Flacco, and he's killing it for them. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> Back old. to back 300-yard games. Woo. I mean, I don't know how he's doing this when he's like 30. I don't know how he's doing this when he's like 40, 40-something years old. Uh, I don't know how he can put up stats like that. They beat the uh, Colts. They beat the 49ers. They split with the Ravens. The Ravens destroyed them the first game, 28-3. And yeah. the second game, they, they paid the Ravens back. They beat the Ravens 33-31. Um, I still think this the Browns are sneaky good. I think their defense always gives them a chance to win games and stay in the game. Um, defenses travel too. You know, when you're when you're going to uh, when it gets colder and you're going to a place where you gotta play in the cold weather, defenses travel for sure. To be honest, so I, I don't I don't think they're a, a threat to go to the Super Bowl, but I think they might break somebody's heart there in the playoffs. With that defense. Go ahead, what were you gonna say? I mean, I don't know how the Browns are not over the Jaguars because they beat them and they have a better record than them. Well, it's because the the Jaguars are leading their uh, division right now. No way. I believe. Yeah, they are. Let's see. Or are they tied? Well, like, no, I think they own the – let's check it out. But I think they own the tiebreakers against – yeah. So they own the tie – they beat the Colts twice. They beat the Texans twice, and I'm sure they beat no. the, the Titans twice. No, they lost to the Texans at week two. Did they? Yeah. Or. I'm pretty sure that's why they're they're leading their division because they own the tiebreaker against everybody. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they split with the Texans. They may have because they have one division loss, so maybe that maybe that's the Texans' loss. Yeah, week two. Let's let's have a look. I can tell you, we pulled their schedule right here. Uh. So, let's scroll back. Here we go. Yeah. So, they beat the Colts twice. They, yep, they lost second or third game of the year to the, Titan, the, the Texans. You're right. And then they turn around and beat the Texans. Uh, yeah, so that's split. The end of November. So, they did split with them. I'm pretty sure they beat the Titans twice. I wonder if the Texans lost to uh, another division twice and that's why Jacksonville's ahead of them. Well, they beat the Titans. Um I'm pretty sure they beat the um Colts at least once. 
I don't know, but Jacksonville's in the in the head. I'll have to look into that, but they are they're still leading that division right now. Oh, they lost the Colts. Okay. There you go. Alright. That's why. Uh, okay. Um Yeah, they have two division losses. The Texans do that's why. They've lost why? twice in the division. The Jaguars have only lost once. So that's why they're leading that division. At eight and six. So there you have it. Okay. Um, Alright. Now that makes sense. Yep. So I think the Browns are sneaky good with that defense. I don't think they're a threat to make it to the Super Bowl, but they're definitely they have a very, very good defense which will always give you an opportunity to win, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the defense helps them the and <laughs> Back-to-back 300-yard games by Flacco. And if he keeps playing like that, uh, you never know. I, they may I, grow. I, <laughs> they may be a threat for the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know how he's passing for like 300 yards, 400 yards, because he's like 40-something years old. <laughs> is Flacco that old? Maybe he is. Yeah, he is. He's been playing since like uh, the early 2000s. Uh, not quite. He came. uh, What did he? Let's see. I can tell you when he started. He is older. I don't know if he's in his (laughs) forties. Well, probably late thirties. That's funny. Um, oh, Joe Flacco. He's thirty-eight. Yeah. Thirty-eight. There you go. So he's not in his forties yet. Not yet. He's getting there. Not yet. Um, he's, he's playing pretty good for the Browns. Oh, yeah. I guess he's still got it. So, the Bengals, uh, without Joe Burrow, they're not going anywhere. Uh, um, I mean, they have. They're, 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 if they make the playoffs, which they might, they're 8-6. and six. Um, I mean, they, they've been rolling because they won two straight. Yeah, but they're, they're not, without Burrow, they're not a... Yeah, they're they're not a a threat to anybody. That's just my my assessment, my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just without a playmaker like that, I just I know they got the best wide receiving core in the NFL, but I I, I think they lose in the first round without Burrow, and that's just I mean, my that's true. That's true. honest I, opinion. I mean, the Colts right now, it, the Colts aren't that good either at number seven. To be honest, I think that. They could be bumped out of that seventh spot. Yeah, by like the Texans or the Yeah. They're they're Bills. they're not even a lock right now. The Nobody's a lock except for the Ravens currently in the AFC. Yeah. So as we stroll down here to the NFC, we got the other team that separated herself from the pack and who is definitely a threat to make the Super Bowl from the NFC side, and that's the San Francisco forty ers not only do they have a devastating defense, but they also have a ton of playmakers in offense. And Christian McCaffrey, uh, George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Uh, I know I'm missing somebody. They're they're loaded with with playmakers over there. Uh, and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, yeah. Being, Brock Purdy is the epitome of a game manager. However, I mean, with that team, that's all you got to be, man. Just take care of the football, make the right 
right play, yeah. not to turn it over, or not to put the football in, in danger. Yeah. And and that's it, man. That's all you got to do, and that's what he's done. That's some pretty good receivers too. Like they have Debo Samuel, Brandon yep. Ayuk. Yep. Yeah. Brandon that's Ayuk. what I'm saying. They got playmakers all over the field. Uh, I I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I said I said I was probably missing somebody, but yeah, they got playmakers all over that field. Uh, 100. The the Niners. On on the defensive side of the ball, they have Chase Young, uh, Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. uh, Fred Warner. They have some good defensive players. Oh yeah, they 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 solidif- they have a solidified defensive line. Yeah, ever since they made that trade for uh, Chase Young, it's it's just been a great defense. For the San Francisco 49ers. They got Eric Armstead, Alex yeah. Burnett, uh, you know, Nick Bosa, Kylie Davis, Clayland, uh, Clayland Farrell. He's been great this year. Uh, you know, they're they're loaded, absolutely loaded. Fouls at linebacker, you know, they're absolutely, I'm not arguing you with you one bit. They are absolutely loaded. Dre Greenlaw at linebacker. Um, they got everything you could you could ask for offensively and defensively. Um, they definitely look very very good. They're definitely a threat to win the NFC and make it to the Super Bowl for sure. Um, they're tough. Defense again travels, so you know you always have that. I, I'm definitely my two favorite teams. Right, my favorites right now to make the Super Bowl are the Ravens and the Niners. Kind of a, a rematch of the 2012 Super Bowl, where the two Harbaugh brothers were the coaches of each team. Obviously, Jim has moved on and is no longer the coach of the Niners. But um, that's that's my two right now, as I see it. Those are the two teams that definitely have a, a, the best odds of making the Super Bowl. Both are 11 and three, and actually on Christmas Day we're gonna we might even get a Super Bowl preview. Because guess who plays on Christmas Day? The Ravens and the Niners. That's right. And I will be watching that game. That is going to be a very good game. The one thing I think that the Ravens can do to give the San Francisco 49ers trouble is the fact that Lamar Jackson is multidimensional. He can run. He can throw. He's been a lot more accurate with the football. He can throw on the run. Like, he is a threat, and you have to account for him at all times. If you don't, it's, it's he's been making incredible throws, too. Like, even under duress, he's been making incredible, complete and incredible passes. So, the only thing that that is good for the 49ers is sometimes he tries to do too much, and he turns the ball over. He doesn't have a lot of picks, but the ones that he's thrown are, are kind of head-scratchers. And, you know, you're just kind of like, come on, Lamar, you're better than that. So every once in a while he tries to do too much and he turns the ball over. That's If the Niners win that game, that's the way they're going to win it is, is turning, you know, the Baltimore over, getting getting turnovers and creating a short field for their offense. But I think it's going to be a very evenly matched game. I think it's going to be a very, very good game to watch. And I think it's going to be very tough for both teams. Moving on down the list. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, I'm really excited for this game because of the defense. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I, I think this might be a defensive game, to be honest. I think so, too. I think you're right. It's going to be a defensive if, struggle. Yeah, but if Lamar Jackson can uh, do the right things, not try to do too much, 
Mm-hmm. And the Ravens would probably win, but the one thing that helps the the Ravens against San Francisco is that um, even though they have McCaffrey and George Kittle um, and Devo Samuel, they have some very very athletic linebackers in coverage. Uh, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, both of them are very fast and. Both of them can get end to end very fast, so um, that that's definitely a good thing for the Ravens because the 49ers definitely use McCaffrey, Samuel, um, Kittle. They use all those guys in space. Uh, IU they use them all in space, right? So Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen are definitely both going to have to be on the top of their game and definitely use their speed and their phys- physical ability to keep those guys in check because not most. There's going to be times where Patrick Queen or Rokon Smith are going to be on Christian McCaffrey, and they're going to have to either keep up with him or make that stop, you know, when he catches the ball. Yeah, um, and you got to play his zone because, you know, the 49ers have good receivers like Debo mm-hmm. Samuel. Uh, you got good tight end George Kittle, and then you got another good receiver, Brandon Knight. Mm-hmm. So those three guys could, could uh, have – have really been useful throughout the season. And I think the 49ers are probably going to use those guys a lot. Oh, absolutely. And, and the Ravens are going to need to play some of his own, like uh, Marlon Humphrey, Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams, going to have to really play some good defense. Hmm. The Ravens going to have to really have some good defense against the 49ers offense, which is like one of the best offenses in the NFL. Yep. So... We move on down the list to the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys have been inconsistent at best this year. I know they did lose one of their best defensive contributors for the season, uh, but they're still they're they're iffy. Man, they lose games they shouldn't be losing. They're ten and four. I uh, man, I don't know. I I just I can't trust the Cowboys because <laughs> every time you trust them. They do what Dallas does, and you know they just they whiff. So right now, for me, Dallas Cowboys are, are a prove it team, right? You're you're gonna have to prove it to me before I put stock in what you're doing. They've had got some good wins, but again, they're losing games they shouldn't lose. Honestly, right now in the playoffs, if they're playing the Niners, I'm not picking the Cowboys. I'm not even sure if I'd pick them against the Lions. Well, I mean, the Cowboys played the Niners this season, and they lost like forty-two to something. Yeah. Yep. So and it was ugly. Yep. I mean, especially against the Lions, you know, um, that's that's like if they did play the Lions, that'd be a tricky pick. But I'd probably pick the Lions. But if the Lions did play the Cowboys, they need to play some good defense. Uh, and not let Dak Prescott throw the football because Dak Prescott eh, doesn't doesn't usually run. So yeah. So you gotta play. So if you're facing the Cowboys, you gotta play some zone, and then just and they gotta rush, and then you gotta play some man coverage. Get to Dak because you gotta cover all his uh open receivers. And you gotta um, put him on pressure. So 
we're gonna need to do that against the Cowboys because Dak doesn't really run. So that'd be uh, that's that's kind of the problem in Dallas. Dak can't run. So uh, if his if all of his uh, open targets are covered, what's he gonna do? I don't know. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's gonna have to make decisions that he hasn't made before. Hmm. Like run the football and do something. Yeah. I just, for me, the Cowboys, just, just when you think they've turned a corner, they do what Dallas does. And I, they, they, uh, they disappoint. Yep. Next on our list is Detroit at number three. They started off the season hot. Then they kind of went on a, a cold spell. They really disappointed me in that Chicago game. In the Green Bay game on Thanksgiving, uh, I'm not sure if I can trust the Lions either. I, I think they're a good team, but their defense is not as good as I thought it was. Yeah, I mean they had like a more probably ten ten opportunities to sack Justin Fields, and they couldn't get to him. Nope. He just and then when when they had the opportunities and couldn't get to him. He just ran the football and ran for like 20 or more yards. Oh, yeah, he, he tore him up running. Yeah, he tore him up passing too. So Yep. And the, and the Bears' defense just uh, destroyed the Lions' offense. Yep. So I know they've had some injuries on their offensive line, but still, like, I, I don't know. If I have Detroit and Dallas played, I'd pick Detroit. But, man, I don't know. D- Detroit is, is not they're, – they're struggling a little bit too. Number four, Tampa Bay. They're uh, seven and seven. Um, they're they're in a horrible division. I don't really think they're that good. I think they're first round. They're they're going to lose in the first round. I'm just not buying into them. The one team that surprised me though was the Eagles. Man, they were on a roll for a long time, and all of a yeah. sudden they've lost like three in a row. Yeah, they're I mean, now they, ten and four, and yeah, they're struggling. They, yeah, like one time in the season they were undefeated, lost the Jets. Yeah. One time in the se- season they only had one loss. Well, they they lost the 49ers, They lost the Cowboys. Yeah, I was gonna say the Cowboys ate their lunch in the last game they played. Oh, yeah. Like it, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was just horrible. The Cowboys destroyed the Eagles, mm-hmm. and then the 49ers came into town and destroyed the Eagles. Yep. So I mean. The Eagles got to figure something out because, uh, I mean, something's wrong in Philly. It's probably, to be honest, uh, it's looking like their defense is the uh, part because, you know, they're against big teams like Dallas and uh, San Francisco. They've been around like 40-something points. Hmm. So I think the main problem here is their defense, and then their offense just can't get going. Yep. So I don't – so the Eagles need to figure something out because they were once like number one in the uh, NFC and now they're number five. Yep. So they need to figure something out or else they're not going to have a good season. I think Dallas is in the lead of that division now. Yeah. Minnesota is next. Uh, they're not. They're just a bad team and a bad division. The best team in that division is Detroit Lions. Um Minnesota at seven and seven, they're not a threat to do anything. They'll be a first round loss. And then you have the Rams, who really aren't that good this year either. 
at seven and seven coming in at the seventh know. spot. Neither one of those teams are a threat to do anything. Um, really, not not worried about either one of them. Both of them could be bumped out of the playoff, also. So yeah, I mean, like the the Vikings could be bumped by the Saints, who are still in that race. You know, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're number eight in yep. the NFC. So yeah, the Saints could bump them, but I think the Saints would probably be well, might be a first round loss, but. You never know, but yeah, the Vikings or the Rams could get bumped by the Saints or um Falcons. No, Falcons are done. Falcons are definitely done. Yeah, Falcons are six and eight. They're they haven't been eliminated, but they they won't make it. Yeah, I mean Seahawks are still seven seven. Um, yeah, Seahawks. Saints are still seven and seven. Mm-hmm. You have that's it. That's really the only teams that are a threat to to bump them. So we'll see how it continues to go. But the season's almost over. There's only a few games left. It's uh, it's been an interesting season to watch. I've enjoyed watching it thus far. It's been a lot of good games. Um, definitely definitely ready to watch this down the stretch. There's only three games left in the season. So we'll see how those pan out. But there's going to be some teams that are finally going to seal their spot in the playoffs and some yeah. that aren't. Yeah, that was, um, I think the playoff races are heating up uh, in the AFC especially because yep. you've got teams that might be bumped, like the Colts might be bumped. you got the Texans out there. you got the... Uh, Bills out there, Steelers out there. Uh, you got lots of teams in the AFC that could bump uh, uh, the Bengals or the Colts. Most mm-hmm. likely the Colts. All right. That's our show today, talking a little NFL and kind of where we're at with that. Our next show, we're going to talk about the early recruiting signing period for college football open today. A lot of, lot of movement, a lot of surprises. We will talk about that on our next episode and kind of cover what, what went down uh, on that front. But until then, we thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you guys. We hope that you uh, hit that like and subscribe button. Continue to watch us. Continue to follow our show. Uh, until next time, have a good night.